Dying for Media. Just a little note to let you know that we will be talking about death in this series, and some names and information have been changed. Talking about death is never comfortable, but our goal is to make it less scary. So maybe give it a try and listen with care. Reverend Peggy. That sounds weird when I say it, it doesn't it? It is weird. Don't say it. <laughs> don't, don't call me Reverend. Reverend Peggy. Just Peggy. Chaplain Peggy. Chaplain's a little more. Can we talk about, yeah. I don't know the difference between Reverend and Chaplain. What do people call well, you? Well, it's just, I mean, when I'm doing like official things and stuff, yeah. where it's like I'm speaking at like some big thing, then they'll introduce me Reverend. Okay. But it's just, I mean, the title is Chaplain. Okay. I'm a reverend because I had to be a reverend to, I had to be ordained, right? You have to. Okay. To be so certified. reverend means you're ordained and a chaplain is the position you hold? That's perfect. Oh. I guess I never looked at it that oh. way. Yeah. I just made that up. Yeah. So, and I should call you Peg. Yes. Whatever you, <laughs> you can call me reverend. <laughs> <laughs> so you are reverend Peggy, though. You yeah, are. Yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. But I never use that. Can you imagine? Yeah, Going I can. To, it's I, like those guys that are docs that are like get a, a reservation at dinner and they're like, put it under Dr. Wilson. See, I would do that. Really? I'd be like, so I, hard. I'm like, I'm Reverend Nikki Boyer and I <laughs> want a beautiful table for two. And if you don't give it to me, you're going to hell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So do any of your like family and friends ever call you like a chaplain or a reverend or no, are you just Peggy? Just Peggy. No, none of them. Is it weird to have a little bit of like work Peggy and then normal life Peggy? Is it a flip-flop for you? It is kind of a flip-flop. Like I, I am aware of, you know, there's a public piece to being a reverend. Mm-hmm. And so you want, you know, you, you don't want to be a jerk and you don't want to be super inappropriate. And you want to, you know, you want to be dress appropriate and modestly and all that good stuff. And when I'm in my role... Right. I don't go around telling anyone. So you don't wear crop tops to the hospital. I don't wear crop tops. <laughs> I would pay you money to, if you would wear a crop top the next time you go to work. Okay. And my salary for the next rest of my life because <laughs> I'll be fired. Be fired. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> okay. Oh. And then you really break the mold because you lean into all cases at the hospital. Like you don't ever say no to anything based off of religion. You say yes because you just want to meet people where they are, like right. you say. But you're also like a hot lady in LA. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm a hot lady. Well, but I Okay, I'm, well I'm going to okay. say it. Uh-huh. And you're mm-hmm. single? I am. Okay. All right. I am. When I first met you, uh-huh. I was like, oh, she's beautiful. She's peaceful. She sleeps in the confessional. She doesn't have a house. <laughs> she just goes to bed. She talks to Jesus. So humble. She comes back. Like, I re- like, but you oh my God, have a life. Nikki. You're a human in the world. I have my own cool little apartment. You know, I got my little Mini Cooper that I love. Mm-hmm. I got my animals. I date a lot, I guess. Kind of prolific. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but I do. Um, <laughs> and I got a lot of fun girlfriends that I adore, you know? And it's like, it doesn't, none of that, well, sometimes it comes in. Honestly, it does. Your work. Yeah. It's not easy like, for you, people to, well, I mean, like you go on a date. Yeah. And they're like, what do you do? And you're like, um, you know, and I've talked about this with other friends that do this work. And yeah. it's like, maybe tell them you're like a flight attendant first, <laughs> like for the first 10 dates. 
Your or God's something a little attendant. more. <laughs> God's flight attendant. <laughs> Welcome to the next place. Yeah. So you just because it's freaks some people out, right? Really. Some guys so get have you really been on a date where it's gone out. well, it's going well, and then he finds out you're a chaplain and it takes a turn? Um. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how much I want to share about this. Really? Like, <laughs> do you find it takes longer to get to that point because you're a chaplain? Like it takes longer to get to the fun because they have to maybe work that shit out about what you do for a living? I think so. Oh, and some people freak out. They don't understand it and it scares them a little bit. And then they also think that I'm going to be this big, huge, like push religion down their throat, which I'm not Clearly. at all. Right. Um, or they think like I, you know, I'm home and I'm like, Whoa, I just listen to hymns all day, and you know, what I mean? it's kind it's of like, what I thought. No. Although when I saw like your cute outfit, I was like, well, she at least goes shopping, and then floats on a cloud and no sprinkles dust on people. No, you're like an LA woman living the right, life. Right. Um, have you ever been married? No. Have you ever been proposed to? Yes. And uh, twice engaged, and then I. Twice ran away. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a runaway bride. Oh. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you've been proposed to how many times? Eight. Wait, what? Eight. By, by the same person multiple no. times? Oh. Wait, okay, so back up. Okay. I've lived I'm a obs- while, Nikki, so it's not that shocking. <laughs> okay, you said, okay, talk me through this really. Okay, quickly give me the well, rundown. You got proposed to while you were a chaplain? Um. Yes, but before too. And before. Yeah, before. Right. And- because I've been doing this for 20 years. Right. So before, too, you know, I, college and all that stuff when I wasn't a chaplain. But yes, when I was a chaplain, too, for sure, yeah. Wait, Peggy, wait. You've been proposed long. to eight times? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you wish you would have said yes to any of them? Well, the one I did say yes to and then messed, oh. and then messed it up oh. was kind of a great guy, yeah. Oh. But, yeah. That's an episode. <laughs> no. no? <laughs> Are you a virgin? Oh my God. Don't even go there. Are you going to answer that? I'm not going to okay. answer that. Are you a virgin this week? <laughs> Were you a this virgin? Week okay. This week I am. This week I am. Today, this week I am. I absolutely am. This You're week. getting red in the face. I'm getting so red. I'm so red. Oh, oh my God. But Thank I God think- my grandma's dead. <laughs> Thank God, hon. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I'm Nikki Boyer, and my friend Reverend Peggy has helped guide nearly 2,000 people through their last moments of life on earth. Emotional, beautiful, peculiar, supernatural, shocking. These are those stories. This is Near Death. So sitting across from you and looking at you, I would never assume that you're a reverend. Like I just wouldn't, right? But there are times where you're out and about and you are identified as a mm-hmm. chaplain. Like how how do people figure that out? How do they know? Well, sometimes I forget to take my badge off. And then there's a big thing that hangs down that says chaplain. Okay. So it's like <laughs> real from, clear. You can see it from <laughs> far away. And then um you know, I have like uh, gear from the hospital that has the hospital name and Reverend Peggy on the side, you know, and spiritual care. So right. that gives that away. People see that. Sometimes I wear that. And then for certain occasions, I wear a collar, you know. So if I'm doing um, a wedding, 
if someone wants me to be in the collar for the wedding because they want sort of that gravitas of okay. a reverend doing their marriage or uh, a funeral, right? that kind of stuff. Or if I'm speaking at something where they're expecting that and they want that, you know, where they're like, want me to look as professional as possible, and then I wear a collar too. How often do you wear a collar? Not that often. I've never as seen the, you in a collar. Like, uh, whenever I, I, I try not to. Why? Because people treat you different. Really? Oh, 100%. You don't like that? Like that thing? That, oh, I'm wearing a collar. You want to try it? Let's go walk around and you wear my collar and let's 100%. see what happens. 100%. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Done. We're doing this. We're doing it. We'll record it. It changes underwear. things. Okay. I've never seen you in a collar. No, you would never see me. Do you in a have collar. any pictures of you in a collar? I do. I have like formal pictures and stuff. And wait, wedding. hold on. Our producer is showing. Oh, okay. You have a pic. Shut <laughs> your mouth, Peggy. Peggy, <laughs> it's, you're so cute. It kind of looks like you're wearing a Halloween costume. I'm going <laughs> to dress up as Reverend it. Peggy. <laughs> that's it. That's something that happened to me. Oh, Peggy. Oh, my God. I'm going to describe it. You've got like this cute little gray shirt that looks freshly pressed. It is. Super And then starched. there's your lanyard and you're smiling and you look so like fresh faced and like, and then there's the white collar peeking through the gray. Yes. Oh, you're a reverend. Yeah. Wholesome. <laughs> Wholesome. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. I had people when I'm wearing this, right? Yeah. When I wear the collar, that's I get comments. But I wear any of it, any of it, people say stuff. Or okay. they look at you different and they kind of go, oh. Sometimes they kind of think it's sweet. And then sometimes they're like, what? Okay. Because I had one guy in Trader Joe's, my favorite place to go. And he was like, hey, how'd your audition go? No. <laughs> I was like, what? And he's like, oh, that's cute. So you went in for like a reverend role or something, huh? Like, I'm like, no, I'm... I, this is my job. And he's like, ha, 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 ha. Then, okay, whatever. I'm not going to fight with you in front of the almonds. You can leave. So that kind of stuff happens, you oh, know, gosh. when I'm wearing that. And, and uh, when I was, and then I'll, like on the weekends when I do my shopping, right. you know, and I like to go to these consignment, cool, like upscale consignment and stuff like that. I'm all about getting these great deals and yeah. fabulous clothes. And I, I went into this place and I had my jacket on from work that says Reverend Peggy. And this woman comes over to me, over to me and she goes, oh, oh, you work in spiritual care. That's so nice. I'm like, yeah, I'm a chaplain. And then we're, I'm just thinking, keep looking, going through stuff. And she goes... Oh, I lost my husband. So this oh, kind of stuff happens. Got it. So I'm yep. in there looking through the clothes um, and finding lots of cute stuff. And she was helping me. And she thought it was so dear. I was a chaplain. Oh, you know, what a great calling. And she was kind of this fabulous woman in her 60s, really beautiful, super coiffed and, you know, mm-hmm. the the well-heeled gals, right, in the neighborhood. <laughs> and she um, she said, oh, my gosh, you know, my husband died like four years ago, and I said, oh, I'm sorry. And she said, oh, my gosh, it was, he was the love of my life. It was so, we were everything. We did everything together. He was so beautiful and so sexy and smart and all this. I'm like, okay, I'm getting a lot of information. Mm-hmm. And then she said, you know, it's just it's just never the same. You're just never the same. And I'm looking through shirts and I'm talking. You know, now, are you engaged at this point? Or are you kind of like, I just want to shop? <laughs> of course, I'm looking at her engaging and I'm listening to her, right? And, yeah. And she's like, 
it's been so hard. I get really lonely. And it's just different, you know, when you're single. And I said, I'm really sorry for your loss. I know grief takes a while and it's a different animal for everyone. So I'm kind of like being a little chaplain-y with her, you yeah. know. So I'm, I'm standing there looking at the shirts, going through the, by the rack, and she's talking to me. And she's very dear. And obviously she wants to talk about it, yeah. you know. So I'm, I'm giving her my ear. And she's telling me all these things. And she said, you know, I really miss traveling with him. We were mm. world travelers. We did all these incredible adventures. And I said, oh, that must be really hard. And she's like, it's not the same alone. And she said, I really miss those Sunday morning oh. LA Times coffee moments, you know, and I miss watching movies and popcorn and I miss all of this. And she goes, you know what, though? It's, it's, it's so amazing because I still get to have sex with him. So that's like, we're still so connected that way. And I'm like, okay, what's happening now? Wait a minute. She said, I still have sex with him? Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Well, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> so now you're in. So now I stop looking at shirts. <laughs> and then she said, but you know, at least I still get to have sex with him. <laughs> Wait, what? This is she really... literally said, I still get to have sex with him. Yes. What was the look on her face? Just as clear and <laughs> convicted and natural as it was talking about the popcorn and the, the Sunday morning newspaper. Oh it was just gosh. a matter of fact. Okay. Yeah. What did you... Uh, what, how, where? Tell me everything. Well, I said... <laughs> I stopped because I'm like, this is kind of a big thing to say to me. You, you know, It's Saturday at 10.30. <laughs> I just want to shop. You know what I mean? I just want to get a new shirt. Anyway, so I stopped and I looked at her and I said, oh, wow. And she said, yeah, it's great. And I said, I said, so many people tell me that they have in their dreams, Mm -hmm. you know, that they have visitations from loved ones and things like that. They feel held and kissed and things. And I said, that's so great that you have that because that must be so comforting. And she goes, oh, no, it's not a dream. He comes to me and makes love to me. Oh. And we have this incredible, passionate, fantastic sex all night long. What? I was like, <laughs> is anybody else hearing this in the store? I don't know. Because at that point, I'm just like, what? You're like, I don't need a shirt. Tell I me I don't more. need a shirt. And she just told me all this stuff. Well, she said she'll get herself ready for right? the sex? Right. How does she know he's coming? She said she knows. They're sort of like, <laughs> oh I guess they set a date. I'm not sure. Like, do they put it in their iPhone or her? I, I don't know. And she gets ready. Like, oh. they're going to have this romantic night, you know, and she's, she gets herself all ready and she wears her pretty nightgown or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she prepares for him. What? And she said, it's just as great as it always was. It's so wonderful. We have this amazing connection. And it's just fantastic. We make love all night long. And she's just like, and if you saw her face, you're like, whoa, I believe you. What? You know, I First totally all, believe you. love all night long anymore? Like all night long? <laughs> that sounds so exhausting. Like, let's do it. Let's get it done. Let's go to bed all night long. But I guess if it's spirit sex, I mean, there's stamina. There's, but she's like, minute. no, he's there. No! It's like physically he is like a ghost that like, You can touch and feel. Obviously, you can touch and feel. And then, yeah. Okay, keep going. And then she said that, you know, it's so hard when he has to leave again. But at least we have that. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) 
And I said, that's amazing. What a gift. Like, I didn't know what to exactly yeah, say. Right? I'm like, what a blessing. I don't know what to say here. <laughs> and I remember seeing her like, you know, because I, I check in there because like new stuff comes and donations of wonderful, fabulous clothes. And yeah. Stuff. So I check in there when I can. And every time I saw her, I was like, hi. So you've seen her since yeah, then? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Wait a minute. Hold on. Do, oh, I would have had so many questions. Can I go there with you? Yes. Because then I want to run into her <laughs> and I want to be like, hi. So <laughs> wait a minute. Does, I know. Did she talk it? Okay. This is a really sex question. Does she say that they like have sex and like have an orgasm? Yes. And co- like yes. they she do said their- it was fantastic. Like it had always been. With his body. With his body. Okay. So he dies. He goes. Four years. Four years yeah. gone. Okay, yeah. he goes to right wherever he goes, right? Sure. The other side crosses over. Yeah. But then he like comes back into town, makes an appointment. They have like a <laughs> bam, bam. Mm, mm, mm. He gets it off yeah. and then he's like, see ya, see you next time. Like, what? Yeah. It's like a booty, like a spiritual booty call. Spiritual booty call? Yeah. <laughs> he texts her, like, you up? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, shows up. Like, like how does he? I know. What? I have so many questions. I know. I mean, it was a- so fascinating, and she, the way she said it to me, and like she- it's absolutely true to her. And I thought, good for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. okay. But then I asked, like later, <laughs> I was like, God, that's going to stop her from moving on. Oh, I oh. mean, think about it. Well, because she- what if she dates again, and then the guy's like, yeah. He's like, so I think we should get frisky. And she's like, I'm sorry, my ghost uh, husband had an appointment <laughs> with me tonight, so you're going to have to leave. And then he's like, bye. Yeah, then he's like, super bye. I have to say, though, like my mom is widowed and, you know, she's been away from it. And I tried to get her to date and she tried it and she did it once. But I think when you find that person that you're like, this is my person, maybe yeah. you just don't want to go out there and have random wieners. Oh, my God, <laughs> I would much rather have a ghost wiener than a random wiener. <laughs> Just saying. A familiar one as well. Yeah. Right? It's like you know each other and this is like a Jane Seymour movie or something. Totally. Right? Like, this I'm is like equally lifetime. like, that's bullshit. And also like, that's beautiful. All I at know. the same time. I know. And so I thought, I thought, oh, well, this is really nice that she shared this. And I don't know if this is something she shares all the time. Well, of course, she shares it with you she because with me. she saw you had a chaplain garb on. And then I thought, take your damn sweatshirt off. <laughs> did you buy a cute shirt? I did. Okay, good. That's all I care about. Okay, so I really get it now. Like yeah. why you don't wear your sort of chaplain garb or attire that would identify you as a chaplain out yeah. in public. I get it. Like it yeah. makes sense to me. But I also can see why you would want to because stories like that are good. <laughs> Please tell me you have more. But I, I have so many, but I... I want, I did a funeral at Forest Lawn, right? And I had my collar on. And okay. then I wanted to stop at Ralph's <laughs> as I, you know, because I love food. So I was going in to get something to eat and I had the collar on and I was um, noticing this woman, this mom and her, her son, she was probably 40 and he was like 17 or something like that. And she was looking at me and then when I'd go by them, she'd, she'd look at me like, oh, hi. Hi. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, you know, like I was like something really like a celebrity, a celebrity yeah. reverend or whatever. And she'd like elbow her kid and go, look at, look at, look at. No like, way. She's a, you know, she's, she's a whatever, whatever she thought <laughs> yeah, it was, right. priest, whatever she thought. And I was like, oh boy, you know, and the kid's like, uh. he kind of looked and rolled his eyes like, oh, whatever, mom, I don't care. Right. Like you knew that she was just one of these 
elbowy moms all the time to him right. probably. So then I get in line to pay and they're right in front of, of me. Of course they are. They're right in front of me. And there's a person in front of them. So there's time. Oh gosh. I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, <laughs> I've got to stop swearing. Okay. So I look at, I'm looking at people or whatever, whatever rags there, you know, I'm just looking at it thinking, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. And she like pulls her kid's ear and pulls him towards me. Oh. And she goes, are you a priest? Are you, are you like a holy woman? <laughs> And I'm like, no. No, I said, no, well, I'm a chaplain, you know. And she goes, are you ordained? I said, yeah. And she goes, what are you? I said, oh, I'm wow. Christian. And she goes, you need to baptize my boy now. Wait, what? Because he's a mess. In the checkout lane In at the checkout at Ralph's. <laughs> he's a mess. He's always in trouble. And he's like, oh, mom. Do they sell like bottled holy water right there? Because no. that would be smart. That would be really smart. She said, you have to baptize? She, yeah. She's Wait, like, you have to baptize. In the... Like right there. She's saying this to me and I said, oh, you know, I'm, I, I'm really not working. I just came from an event, yeah. you know, and I said, it's, it's a weekend. Again, another weekend, right? <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to have my time. And she goes, no, I mean it. It would be really great. And I said, you know what you should do is there's so many great churches. There's one right here. Yeah. I said, there's so many great churches. I think if you go in and you talk to the pastor of the church, you could have like a proper baptism you know, and have the whole thing and have him learn about what it means. And I'm looking at the poor kid. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? Like this poor kid. He's just like, just I like, just wanted some gum. She like twisted his ear, you know, like the grandma twist or whatever, right. the, the underarm pinch or whatever <laughs> I, the grandmas yeah. do, right, uh-huh. during church. And I'm like, God, this poor kid. And who knows, like, what did he do, really? Who knows? Like, how bad is he really, you know? And so I'm not going to baptize someone that doesn't want to be baptized. That's just blasphemous. You know, she just called him masturbating last week. She's all worried <laughs> about things. She sees you with collars. She's like, let's get baptized. Let me ask you, could you, I am curious, could you have baptized him in the line? Well, at- not in the line. Well, so, where would I mean, you have to be? So then, so then she's like, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> this is so great. So then they're like, the guy's like, I'm ready for you, ma'am. Like, come on. The, like, the checker out guy's like. Mm-hmm. Let's go, you know, it's there's the line. I'm like, oh, okay, good luck. And yeah, I said, good luck with I, that. And I looked at the kid like, I'm sorry, honey. Like, I know life's hard for you right now. Because I got, I mean, I was a kid in trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at him understanding, right? And so they check out and they leave. And then I'm like, whoa, you know, and I'm just making small talk. And then I walk out to the parking lot no. and she's waiting for me. Shut your mouth. She's outside with him. Oh, my god, Holding his arm. And I'm like, oh, my God. And like, now I'm like, being stalked. Yeah, now I'm being stalked. And she goes, Reverend, please, I just, I could you please help us? No. And I said, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I can give you in the name of a church or something. And, and then I'm like walking to my car and she's right next to my car. Oh, Her car's gosh. right next to my car. <laughs> and so I open my trunk of my fabulous Mindy Cooper that I love and I'm putting my groceries in, yeah. right? And I'm like, oh God. And then she pops her trunk, and she's like, "I have bottled water right here." Wait, you're not kidding. Not kidding. What? She's like, "I have bottled water right here. He needs to be baptized. This son is going the wrong way, and this is the moment we can change him." And he's like, "Mom, (laughs) mom, God! Oh my gosh, this poor you know, and this poor kid." And I said, "You know what? I'm, I'm." I'm not going to do that for him right now. I said, this is really, he's an adult and he can make a decision when he wants to do that. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, will you at least bless him? Oh, Lord. You know? And <clears throat> I looked at him and, and he kind of looked at me like, oh, like, just do it, Mom, please. Just, just do get it. this over with. Just do it. And I said, 
listen, kiddo, are you okay with that? I'll just mm-hmm. give you a little blessing. And he goes, yeah, I am. Because I think he could tell, like, I wasn't going to be a weirdo. Right. You know? Yeah. And then she's like, lay your hands on him. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, God, it's, you know, 1030 on a Saturday in Ralph's in Burbank. Oh, So my then gosh. I, like, I put my hand on his shoulder, and I just said, you know, I'm asking for blessings of of comfort and strength and resilience and bringing good people into his life that can nourish him and yeah. and help him during this really challenging time of being a teenager. And we thank you for this wonderful boy. I just very simple. Sweet. And he's like, thanks. Oh, God. You know, but he also was like, oh. thanks. <laughs> like you didn't like bang my head and try to, you know. I kind of secretly wish you would have had this knowing look with the sun and you guys I did would have, have done this. Kind of, no, right. But like, like you, you would have done this, you're like, you're healed. And he would have started like thrashing his body and she'd have been like, see? So like, I kind of wish that that's where it went. But oh my gosh. And I wonder what that dynamic was at home between those oh. two, the control and this teenager. I mean, I have compassion for both of them, but what a train wreck. Oh my God. What a train baptism wreck. right here. Right here. And I'm just like, oh my God, you know. But I am curious though. And I asked this earlier, I'm serious. If you decided you were going to baptize him in the trunk of his car with with bottled water, sure, it could you have? Yeah, wow. I mean, well, you know, it's not a Catholic baptism, right? But it's like it's a, a right. It's a it's a you know, it's kind of the off the cuff thing where right. it'd be like I would take the water. I mean, usually I take like a shell and I put water in it and I bless the water and we right. do this whole thing and then we did the whole. But I would, yeah, if it, if it was appropriate. <gasps> Why don't we then start I a would business just... where we just go around in our car and we look for teenage boys that look really like str- like they're struggling and then we look at the mom and we're like, you want, I got, you can I deliver this? your child to Open the Open your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Can Peggy, I, I can't I know. believe this. This is, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. So this the is what happens is, when you wear a collar. Don't wear your collar. Not unless it's something where they ask you. Got it. You know? <laughs> If it's a wedding, if it's a funeral, if it's a Good Friday, if it's something that they ask me to look like I'm representing in a certain way, but otherwise, no. You know, it's funny because I, when you said the mom looked at you at the grocery store and kind of was like, oh, there she is. I think some people think of religious or spiritual people that, are, right. that have callers or priests or reverends. They look at them as almost... Uh, a different level of a human, which I have to right. be honest, like when you walked in and I'm like, there's Peggy, she's just a person. It didn't match with what I had in my brain from movies and TV right. of what a religious person is. So to see a priest or a, a reverend in the grocery store, like you do have a like, oh, look, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh, I do it too. Because I'm like, hey, my people, hey, right, right. hi, hey, father. You know what I mean? I do that kind <laughs> totally. of stuff. Oh, yeah. Thanks. So it's, but you just don't want to. You don't want to advertise it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Do you have any more? Because this is so fun. This is like <laughs> gossip. <laughs> I'm like, tell me more. Do you have any more? Oh, I, some are really weird. Give me yeah. one. Give me one more. Give me a weird one. Oh, you're, look, you're looking at me. <laughs> the look on your face is like, do I want to say this? Uh, no, I don't. You don't. I don't. But the, yeah, weird ones, they happen. They happen all the time. And What's just... the one that you're not telling me? <laughs> There's one behind your eyes that's waiting to come out. Can you give me a hint? It just was a guy <gasps> who uh, kind of followed me around a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, and it, it was like, it just it's just the way he, pro- like he approached me. 
I'm bringing I, the subtext here. I think to ask me out or something. Okay. Um, and just started the conversation, you know, just like, are you in a costume or, right. you know, because like the other guy was like, how'd the audition go? You right. know, that kind of thing. And I was like, no, I just, I just came from a wedding. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's lovely. And then I said, um, I'm just grabbing some stuff. I don't even know where it was, maybe in the wine shop or I don't know, something like that. Were you blessing the wine? <laughs> oh, I'm getting we some. should take you to a wine shop and just bless all the wine. <laughs> All of it. And be like, you're welcome. It's holy now. Drink up. <laughs> Nick, you are so bonkers, I'm doing the side of the cross. You are nuts. Okay. So it was in wine shop and he yeah. comes up to you and... And uh, he said, what does that mean? It's like, what yeah. is that all about? You know? And um, <clears throat> and I started... I think I sort of went into like the collar. There's this... this yeah, what does it There's mean? a humbling thing. It's like you're speaking... Um, this is where, from where you speak. Oh, right? This is from your communication. So there's white as the purity of what you're speaking, the truth of God, oh. right? There's a lot of different ways people look at colors, but that's one of them where it's like, and basically it's the throat chakra for the woo-woo people like mm. us. So it's like, this is where your, the truth comes from. So you are, you are bound in it, right? You are bound by the collar, and this is where the truth of God will come from. So you're speaking huh. kind of on the behalf of God. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. Wow. You know, it's kind of a reverent thing, Right. And so he just wanted to understand that a little bit. And so I explained that a little bit. And he was like cute. He was yeah. actually really cute. And I thought, wow, maybe I will go out with this guy. Yeah. And he was Jewish and really cute. I love the My Christian chaplain friend always finds the Jewish guys. It's like, it's meant to be. All my like best girlfriends are Jewish. It's amazing. I just love them. I just like, it's just such an incredible culture. I just love it. But he... um. <laughs> And he said, so what is your denomination? I said, well, I'm, you know, I'm Christian. I'm non-denominational inclusive Christian. And he goes, will you convert me? <laughs> At the wine shop? Yeah. But he said it in like, like a, a sexy way. Yeah. Like he meant it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't do that. I don't do that. <laughs> and he's like, here's my number. <laughs> here's my number. If you change your mind and want to convert me a little. And I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of thought about it. For, right? I mean, I thought, because he was really cute and charming and right. he seemed witty and, you know, he dressed cute and everything. And yeah. I was like, and he was buying like a really good bottle of wine. <laughs> right. You know, like, of course you noticed like, that. Because yeah. I'm such a wine connoisseur. <laughs> so I, I was like, that's a good bottle. You know, so I thought, mate, and, but it was that, it was a little too smarmy. It was a little smarm. And then I just, had like the foreshadow of the date. What's oh. like, this is all we're going to talk about. And I can just see him be like, so uh, let's get you out of those clothes and keep that collar on. <laughs> oh, no, That's where that would have gone. Nikki! <laughs> I love your life, Nikki. <laughs> oh. No, I we're going to do the experiment with you. I'm going to wear Maybe the we'll collar. Maybe we'll get you like a, 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 a costumey one. Great. I'll you just... Know? We'll go together and really freak everyone out. I would love nothing more. I'm going to roll up a piece of paper, shove it up in my throat and be like, I am a reverend. Who wants to buy me wine? Who wants me to convert them? I'm here for all. But my arms are out and I'm walking like very holy. My armpit's wet. Okay. Oh, Peggy, these are fun. It's a part They're of your crazy. job that I never thought of, of you in the world. 
Yeah, living your life, well, running you your think, errands. You know, you know, my friends that are docs that leave with their scrubs and yeah. their white coats on, and they run into Trader Joe's. Yeah, someone will be like, "I got a little bit of a pain <laughs> right here. Can you look at my back? What is this?" And they're like, "You know, I'm just grabbing eggs. Can I go yeah. home?" You know. Oh God, Mickey, this guy. I had four days with him. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, you that's, know, because mm-hmm. you kind of want to weed him out sooner. <laughs> What's a good about? And that I'm a means little, you're I'm, interested. I'm super picky. I'm super picky. Oh, you are. I, yeah. You know, I really liked him, and he was really funny, and he was really successful and charming, and we had great dinners and stuff. And so we were setting up for our fifth date, and he texted me. Yeah. Oh, God. And he's like, okay, next date, I want you in your collar. Oh. And he's like, okay, next date, I want you in your collar. And I'm like, what? And he goes, and I want you in a skirt and some stilettos and your collar. And I was like, yeah, no fifth. Fifth is no fifth. No. I mean, really? We're going to go sit at Spago's and I'm in a collar and a tight skirt with stiletto. What a weirdo. You know, like what's that going to do? And I'm like, no. And you're like, no, thanks. And it was Spago, and I, I, want, <laughs> I did want to go. I can't afford Spago. I want to go. I don't want to fetish shame anyone, <laughs> but probably not a good move on this guy's part. <laughs> no, I was, I was done. And you're like, don't tell me what to wear. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other part. Really? You're putting your order in for my outfit? You weirdo. So was it Halloween? He just wanted you to be slutty chaplain? Oh, my God. Nikki! <laughs> So does being a chaplain kind of cock block your dating life? Nikki! <laughs> I'm serious. God. Does it though? God, Nikki, you're so bad. <laughs> you are so bad. I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> I cannot take you anywhere. Oh, Peggy. <laughs> I love it. But I, I you know, one thing that's really beautiful about you is that um you're you are very approachable. People love to share with you. And I feel like whether you have your chaplain garb on or not, you just are that kind of person where that's people you want to come too. And share. Well, that's totally thank you. you. Well, it's funny you say that because everyone in LA is famous and it sounds like you might actually be more, more famous than anyone. No. <laughs> no, but no. um people do recognize me sometimes because I was on a Yahoo show for like five years and like had all these people that clicked on the web and saw me. Um, and then I was on daytime TV for like And five, Drew Barrymore yeah, show. Yeah, cool. I did, exactly. Ricky Lake, I did yeah. the talk. So I think people kind of referred to what I did as like the Oprah of the internet, which is such a flattering nice. comment. It's kind of funny, oh, wow. like hilarious. Yeah. But, so people just felt like they could share things with me. So one time I was in New York City and I was in a cab and the guy recognized me, my cab driver. And I'm oh, like, yeah, I love fun. this. And um, then he went into his whole life story. Like he told right. me that he had cheated on his wife a couple of times and that he still loved her, but they didn't want to oh. have sex anymore. But he didn't want to leave her because they were great friends and roommates and raising oh, their kids. Boy. He showed me pictures of her, pictures of the lovers. And then he told me that his wife didn't want to really have sex either. Um, And I was in, by the way. I wasn't, I was like, And that's the thing. Sometimes you really want to have these stories, right? I don't want people to think they can't talk to you or, right? Right, exactly. Sometimes it's amazing. Yeah. It's just those certain times where you're like, you're like, yeah, not a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this for me was a good time because I was Perfect. in the cabs and I was like, well, let's go. And he said to me, so what do you think? And I was like, what do you mean? What do you think? He's like, should I tell her? And I said, 
Well, I think yes. Like I think that you should always be honest and open. And right. why don't you tell her maybe she wants to have sex with somebody else too? Like you're getting what you want. Maybe she should get what she wants and you guys can have this agreement to be friends and raise your kids and be partners in some way, but go uh-huh. have sex or want. And he was like, oh, yeah, maybe we can make an agreement. Like, that's a good idea. He's like, so can you call her and tell her? And he gets oh, out his flip phone. No. I swear to God, he starts the dial. Oh, and like, no. I was going to do it. Oh, my God, I was Nikki. in. And the phone rang. The phone rang. And I was ready. I was like, let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. And she never picked up. Oh, oh I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I kind of know what it feels like. <laughs> she would have been like, this is Nikki Boyer. Hi. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, she would. She would have been like, who is this crazy person in the back of my husband's cab telling me that he wants to have sex with other people? Like, what? Who does that? Well, me. <laughs> That's who does it. Oh, oh Peggy, God. isn't life fun? Life is fun. It's an adventure. Thanks for sharing all your your wacky fun stories. Oh boy, I don't know how I feel, but yeah, I did. Oh, <laughs> Let's do a cleansing breath. Let's do a cleansing breath. And have a cleansing oh, martini. Yes. This is great. This is like girl talk. So if we have a martini, maybe you can like, you know, open up a little bit more about your oh dating life. Yeah? Nikki. No? Off the mic. Ooh. <laughs> or at least you can tell me when the last time you weren't. A virgin. <laughs> oh my God, Nikki. Clergy privilege. Oh, I'm calling that- clergy privilege. Oh, I can say nothing. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, so I say um, we enjoy this delicious martini. It's delicious. Um, Perfect. And Good job, by the way. Thank you. Thanks. I learned from the best. Nice and cold. And I think um, off mic, we should talk more about your dating life. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or the last time you weren't a virgin. Nikki, I- <laughs> Off mic big time. Shut him down. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Hey, we super appreciate you listening today. We do. And if you happen to have a story or you want to share your thoughts, just shoot me a DM at Nikki Boyer on Instagram. And if you like our show, give us a rating and a review. It really helps other people find our show. And follow us wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, Near Death has bonus content where we get a little more personal at our martini after party. So join us. For that bonus content, subscribe to Lemonada Premium and Apple Podcasts. In addition to all of the content you'll get from our show, you can also unlock an array of bonus content from all the other Lemonada shows. Check out the free trial of Lemonada Premium today in the Apple Podcast app by clicking on the little lemon logo in the middle of the screen. Near Death is a Dying for Media production. New episodes drop every Wednesday. The show is hosted by Reverend Peggy and me, Nikki Boyer. Producer is Katie Amanda Keen. Tommy Fields is head of audio for Dying for Media. Nikki Boyer and Kevin Sabi are executive producers for Dying for Media. Executive producer is Reverend Peggy. Ad sales and distribution by Lemonada Media. And for more information on today's episode, make sure to check out our show notes. And thanks again for hanging out with us today. We appreciate you. See you next time.